The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And we know, we know the economy is in tough. We've been talking about it certainly over the past six, seven, eight months, year and a half, two years. Um, and we're hearing today that it's a marathon, not a sprint. That is from ATB Financial about Alberta's economic recovery. As you heard in the newscast, ATB has released its latest economic outlook. And not surprising, the province has taken a big blow from the pandemic. And of course, coupled that with the oil price crash, we are in for the long haul. In fact, ATB says it won't be until about 2023 that Alberta's GDP is back to where it was last year. Rob Roach is the managing Director of Research at ATB Financial. He joins us this afternoon. Rob, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jalen. How are you? I am good. It is so nice to hear your voice again. I wish we had some some better news to tell listeners today, but I'm guessing for a lot of them, uh, this wasn't, or what we're going to be talking about, isn't really that much of a surprise. We know that uh, the economy is in tough. Are the numbers as bad as anticipated? Well, um, not as bad as they were looking a few months ago. Let's put it that way. When we were in the the height of the lockdown in the, in the spring, um, you know, things were looking, you know, people were talking about a global depression. Now, luckily, um, you know, the, the public health measures were, were effective, uh, to some degree at least, and economies were able to reopen. And, you know, it has been, you know, we're going to look back at 2020. There's no doubt about it. This is one for the record book. Um, a major decline. Our current estimate in our forecast is, uh, a contraction of GDP of about 7.1%. Now, the good news is we're going to grow next year um, by about 3.3%. Unfortunately, that is relative to the low bar uh-huh. um, that we seen set this year. But at least, you know, we are moving forward. We've come out of that trough, and it's going to be a long haul, but we will get there. So just have to keep clawing away at it and clawing away at it. And, of course, I suspect that, you know, that growth, that forecast growth in the GDP, that 3.3% in 2021, is all kind of, um, you know, you know, fingers crossed that we don't have a, a second wave um, and we, we don't go into lockdown again and that the pandemic, that we start to see movement on that front. Yeah, absolutely, Jalen. Right, nailed it right on the head. Um, our assumption to make these numbers work and for this to happen is that we, we do expect that economic disruption will continue. Things are not going to get back to normal. Um, you know, we still have travel restrictions. We still have closures. And, and if a second wave, um, as it already sort of has, uh, flares up, that will cause more economic problems. But we're not expecting uh, another lockdown like we saw in the spring. If that does happen, that 3.3% growth would probably disappear. The second Uh big assumption is that oil demand and supply stay roughly in balance. And that means that our friends in the OPEC plus countries that are currently keeping oil supply in check um, stay friendly and continue to do that. 
All right. I want to talk a little bit, uh, a bit more about oil in just a moment. I think one of the other things that you also took into consideration here was, you know, you talk about the impact of the pandemic moving forward that, uh, you know, we talked about the second wave, uh, you know, hopefully not another lockdown. What about um, the possibility of a vaccine? Did you take that into consideration at all and, and how that could play a role in, in uh, turning the economy around? We did. And of course, you know, we're not uh, uh, experts in that area, but relying yeah. on relying on the experts out there, we had to make a, an educated guess, just sort of put a, put a line in the sand. And our assumption for the forecast is that we won't see a vaccine this year. That it, if we do get one, it'll be later next year by the time it's okay. widely available and, and widely used. And so that's what our numbers are based on. Now, with luck and, and, and the hard work that's going on out there, Maybe a vaccine will be available sooner. That will help, but it won't fundamentally change the challenge. It'll just speed things up a little bit, which would be great. Contrary, though, to that is if we don't get a vaccine by some at some point next year, the opposite is true. It'll be an even longer haul in terms of the recovery. Rob Roach, the Managing Director of uh, Research at ATB Financial, joining me this afternoon. Rob, have we ever seen numbers like this before when we take a look at um, uh, uh, about the, the GDP, about the economy to shrink by about 7%? I'm, I'm going to make you go through your files in that brain of yours. You know, have we seen numbers like this in the past? Not in, not in recent memory. Uh, no. In terms of a single year, this will be a record. Um, a record. You have to go. You'd have to go back. You know, so before, definitely before you and I were born, Jane. Um, yeah, yeah. For anything <laughs> comparable to that, really to the 1930s. Um, however, and huh. this is you know a tough. One of the reasons it's extra tough on Alberta is in 2015-16, um, those two years combined very similar impact over the two years to this one year drop that we've mm. just experienced. So. We just went through something almost the same just a few years ago. Um, so that's why I think people across the country are hurting, not just us, but we're feeling it a little bit more intensely as a result. Absolutely. We've talked about this double whammy uh, quite a bit on this show over the past uh, a number of months, the past, uh, you know, since the pandemic started. But we've been talking about those low oil prices for quite some time. Uh, oil prices remain soft. Um, are you anticipating, is ATB anticipating uh, 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 um, those prices to increase at all in the foreseeable future? Or again, are we are we kind of in a holding pattern right now? It's more the holding pattern, which is much better than where we were when, you know, I think we all remember uh-huh. April when prices uh, went negative for that crazy day. Um, so things have stabilized. Uh, it's, you know, WTI is around that $40 mark, and that's keeping, you know, staving off disaster, really, for our oil patch. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not a source of growth when, when oil's at that price. So we do need prices to edge up. Our forecast, and again, it's an assumption, uh, an educated guess, is that we're not going to climb, you know, much higher than, than the 40s over the next year or two. There's just a lot of oil supply, um, and we still need global demand uh, to get back up to where it was. So yeah. that'll just take time. And, you know, maybe there, there's always a chance with oil that something unexpected could happen, but that's the path we see going forward. Uh, Rob, you talk about uh, in 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 this report about capital spending in uh, Alberta's oil and gas extraction sector. Can you can you kind of uh, crunch the numbers on that one for us and what that looks like and what that looks like uh, anticipating moving uh, you moving forward here in the next little bit? 
Yeah, and, and, and really the capital investment in oil and gas, you know, we, we focused on prices because that's a driver, but what really creates jobs and activity in the province is that investment. And it was down um, last year in 2019. It's really been down uh, since the recession of 2015, 2016. It's going to be extremely low in 2020, and there's not a lot of uh, indicators that it will be up much next year. Just because we're going to bring the production back on that we shut in this year due to the low prices, um, but there's not a lot of money around to invest in new exploration and new production. Yeah. So that, again, is going to be a slow process um, you know, for us to get back to a higher level of investment. And that means, unfortunately, oil services jobs um, and all the uh, families and other jobs and activity that depends on that, another slow year next year. Okay, let's talk about the labor the labor market um, and, and really some more bad news on, on this front as well. Again, we know the pandemic has not knocked the crap out of, out of it. A lot of people are out of work. Um, when you look at those numbers, we saw, we, we've seen, you know, a slight increases when it comes to uh, the number of jobs growing in Alberta over the past, uh, well, last month, I think it was. Um, but overall, we're still, again, we keep saying it, we're still really in tough. The pace of recovery is slow. And I, I feel just awful when I look at the, the projection uh, for the unemployment rate. So even though the economy is going to, it's picking up at the pace and we're going to see some growth, um, and we've seen some pent-up activity as the economy is reopened, some people getting back to work, we're still looking at about 11% unemployment mm. next year. And even wow. if that gets better, maybe it's 9 or 10, that's still extremely high. And that's a lot of Albertans, real people, um, struggling and out of work. So, you know, I, I, it just hurts me to have to, to report that. But on the labor market side, we just don't see where new, a lot of new jobs will come from. Some will be created, but just not enough uh, fast enough. So, yeah, and, and I'm hearing it, and I hear it every day on my text line, Rob, about folks who are, are trying to find jobs, who are out of jobs, who are trying to hold on to their businesses and trying to hold on to the employees and, and protect the employees that they have, and it's been such a huge challenge for them. When we take a look at um, the, the economic outlook, how does population growth play into that, and, and, and what does that look like right now? I mean, why is that a factor when we're looking at economic outlooks well population of course when, when it's growing it's usually a sign that there is economic activity but it, it is also a source of economic growth because if people are moving here they're, they're looking for a house or, 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 or renting they're buying stuff they're increasing retail sales so population growth tends to be a, a, an economic driver and and Alberta has had very strong population growth over the years like the rest of the country we're not seeing um, uh, foreign uh, immigrants coming in because of travel restrictions. So that is really dried up. Uh, that will come back. But we're also, and we're having, you know, we, we have a relatively young population, so we're still getting some growth from um, births. But we've really struggled recently on interprovincial migration. So we're just not seeing that inflow of people uh, into Alberta because, you know, Canadians look at Alberta for jobs, and right now we don't yeah. have a lot to offer. So that's why population is both a an indicator of, of what's happening and a driver of, of activity. 
Okay, so um, you know we've we've just really talked uh, a lot of bad news for the for the past 12, 13 minutes or so. Are, are, are there some um, are, are there some highlights at, at all out there that we can that we can talk about that we can touch uh, touch on? What about the agriculture sector? Yeah, agriculture, you know, a very important and long-standing uh, piece of the Alberta economy. Thank goodness, um, it's going to have a good year. Uh, the harvest, in, at least in most parts of the province, um, looks like it's going to be a, a, a great one. Um, food uh, production, in terms of agri-food processing, has had a good year. You know, the, the, the sector wasn't spared by the pandemic by any means. You know, meat processing had some issues, but overall, as a sector and, and Thankfully, some of the communities that rely on agriculture, this will help. Um, you know, it's not a big enough piece of the pie to compensate for, um, you know, what's happened in tourism, what's happened in, in the oil sector, et cetera. But it, it is helpful, and, and it does have um, a ripple effect out. When agriculture does well, it helps a lot of other uh, parts of the economy, too. So that's at least one bright spot that we can, we can put a check mark beside all right, uh, Rob Roach joining me this afternoon, the Managing Director of Research at ATB Financial. Rob, really great to talk to you again. I wish it was under some, you know, better news, but let's do it again sometime in the future, okay? Sounds good, Jalen. There'll be better news down the road. I, I, I will honestly, I guarantee it, but we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Thank you so much. That's Rob Roach joining us this afternoon. So again, uh, and I, and again, I, I don't think that this is a surprise for for a lot of you uh, listening right now. It is a marathon, not a sprint. And that's what Rob is has been saying as he's been looking at this economic, uh, you know, outlook from ATB uh, Financial. We know the pandemic has been a huge blow. We know that the the uh, the very low oil prices has been uh, have been very very difficult on this province as well over the past number of years. What is going through your mind this afternoon? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I'm jumping back and I think about that phone call that we had from Steve uh, the other day, and I think he called in. It was around twenty after four on Monday or Tuesday afternoon, and he just got talking about you know how how tough it has been, and you know on, and the mental health aspect of it all. But but trying to keep his business alive, the weight on his shoulders shoulders of trying to make sure that his employees still have a job that they are still taken care of and and I know that um, it, it has been a huge challenge for so many of you you know so if you want to weigh in right now on on what you're thinking about what you just heard and where you're at here's your chance we'll take a break here at 2:20 uh, we'll get to some of your comments on the text line the phone lines are open as well uh, also want to get to this if we have time uh, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business out with the results of a new survey today saying hey you know what small business just can't handle you know the the possibility of another lockdown I'll